You're like our engineer now. Like a year and a half, and I know how to press the button. I thought I did it. I hit the button twice. <laughs> Ready to rock? Yes. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. What did I do now? What happened? Program? Maybe that. I did. Oh, I all right. I took it out of audition. We need it in program and audition, don't we? You broke it, Ted. I fixed it and broke it at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted. Steve, I won't lie. It's a big day on the Megacast. It's a huge day. A little nervous. Yes. A lot Cele- of pressure. Celebrity guests. Yes. In studio audience. Yes. I mean, the pressure's still. What's more nerve wracking? <laughs> Us getting to interview Buck Cherry in about 15 minutes and them doing an acoustic performance on the Megacast, or that behind me is my wife. Honestly, it might be your wife. Yes, I'm a little more nervous about my wife being here than Buck Cherry. We interview bands all the time. (laughs) We don't have to do the megacast when they're watching. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's going to watch us do push-ups. She's going to have to watch us talk about dumb things. For the record, you never listen, right? Oh, you're going to... on the mic. You're going to enjoy this. Please. She's like, no. When you come in here, you're going to end up on the microphone. All right, here we are. This is my wife, everybody. Hello. Hello. This is Sydney. Sid, do you have any idea how we run this one? I don't. I've never... I like to support you guys, but I've never listened. By no, not no. listening, you're supporting I us. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You mentioned the push-ups. I was like, oh, yeah, she probably has no I'll idea. I'll do them with you. The oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. All right, so why yeah. don't we get right into it? This is our opportunity to get our audience pumped for the podcast, and us as well. It's to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. Ted, I was lazy. Well, traffic was terrible. We got to talk about our traffic experience. Traffic's always terrible. Are we talking about Meridian? We're talking about from Puyallup to Seattle and how Siri likes to F with you the entire time. She keeps telling you, save 10 minutes by going this way. We did that, and we added another 15 minutes. Oh, plus you guys didn't have a live show today, so you drove up in like regular rush hour traffic. Like normal people time. Oh, we gross. did that for Buck Cherry and for you. <laughs> so I was too lazy to load a push-up music, so I'm just going to have to go with the theme song for my uh, wrestling guy. All right. Which is me. All right. I'm Steve Miggs, and you stink. All right, let's get down and get 10. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. She did it with flip flops. I was like, the ease in which she was pumping those. I was like, sit, sit, slow down. We do them at a certain pace. I know she's going too fast. I, we can't hear you. You're not on a microphone. I talk on the radio every day. Well, it's a microphone. Sorry. <laughs> What'd so you say? You didn't want to slow down. You had to slow down. Yeah, I was like, I'll slow down. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for keeping us humble. Such a sweetheart. I am. Such a lucky man. <laughs> and right before we started the podcast, Ted's like, Steve, do you know how to do a handstand yet? And I'm like, no, I'm still working on it. And my wife's like, I'll show him. And But how she shows me is she just does and goes, do that. I'm like, well, if that's how easy it was for me, I would be doing that already. Yeah, you got to like hold his legs and support no, him. I've, no, I, I walk him through. I show him how to position himself. I give him practice movements to get up on the wall. He's lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. You do it and you go do that. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? No. One of us is driving home today without the other. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, don't worry, Steve. You can stay at my house. <laughs> nice. 
It's cool. I got both of my wives here today. This is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One's a bit fitter. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying, but geez. Isn't Ted looking nice? He is. Yeah. Very Playing nice. soccer. Steve, soccer update. Did you score a goal? All right, hear me out. I swung in a corner. It bounced off a defender and went in. So technically an own goal, but... Did it count as your goal? I haven't seen the official record books. Okay. I'm counting it. I ran to the halfway point and did the Shimoni. Ted has a goal for this hawker, the soccer season. To soccer. Score. Soccer. You're hawker? trying to combine hawker, <laughs> soccer and hockey together. I'm flustered. The wife is here. <laughs> have to be on our best behavior. I'm kidding. I'll plug my ears. Well, he, he has a goal for soccer, and that's to score a goal this season. And we're, we're about to hit playoffs. Right. So Sunday is has playoffs been. in the final. But okay. our keeper's out. So as, a, as the ultimate team player, I feel like i got to step between the pipes. Yeah, you do. Right? The W is more important than the goal now. The, yes. Yeah, man. You got screwed. What's up with your goalie? <laughs> He's got a poker tournament. <laughs> I was like, dude, where are you going? Is this vac-? I thought he was to say family vacation, right? Priorities. So I set him up with like, is this vacation that important? Yeah. And I thought he was to say, well, family, and I was going to just go blow that off. Yeah. But he goes, it's a $150,000 tournament. And I was like, yeah, all right, man, you got to go to that. I guess if that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ted have an opportunity to score in a goal, winning $150,000, Ted. The dream's not over have, them. Have fun playing goalie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, ideally, in a perfect world, I'll play keeper, we'll go to uh, penalty kicks, and I'll score there. Oh, can you do that? Yeah, if it's, I mean, if it's tied up after the game. So the, you could have the goalie go do the penalty kick? Yeah, if you go through enough people. Or, the, I mean, the goalie, technically, I can run down, like our keeper did it last week, I can run down on a corner and try to head one in. Do it. Yeah, but then you got to sprint all the way back. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Talks, starring Beatex Smith. Oh, do you need inspirational music for this one? Yeah, you know what? Give me some music for this one, Steve. All right, here we go. Get ready, Ted. You're about to be enlightened with strong words from Ted Smith. <laughs> so look out over this crowd today. I know it's happened to them. Sure, it's happened to Sid. It's happened even to Steve. It happened to your boy, the Ted Swift, recently. It's sometimes, man, you fall down. Now, you've heard get back up, but this isn't riding a horse. Maybe it's about exercise. Maybe it's about your mental state. Either way, we've all go through it. We've all been through it. We watch it in a seven-game series when it comes to pro athletes. We watch it in the World Cup. So I'm just reminding you, get back up. Get on that horse. Whatever it is you were doing, if it was working for you, get back to it. Say you missed a week or two. Or a month. You're all right. Get back on it. It's funny you bring that up because we were just talking about that in the mix cast. I was, I was, I was singing the praise. Uh, do you follow this guy on Instagram? Uh, uh, what is it? Syatt Fitness. Uh, Jordan Syatt. He's a, he's a fitness guy. No, Carter Goods, my guy. This guy. Oh, no. He's got a great post. It's, 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 I can't say it on the air, but you can't F this up. And it pretty much falls right in line with what you said. He talks about how he's like, hey, have you ever been sick or injured or traveling? Had to skip a workout or three or a whole week and you felt bad? Well, listen, I want to tell you something that you don't want to keep skimming past this message as I skim past this message. You can't F this up. I'm going to say it again. You can't F this up. I don't care if you blew past your calorie limit by 3,000 more than you're supposed to. See, babe? Okay. Let me add that ice cream. <laughs> by 3,000 more? What kind of ice cream did you eat? Right. Some awesome. Awesome ice cream. Maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe I had six McFlurries in one sitting. Tried oh, the, the it was Stoop the Stoop waffle, waffle and then the Oreo. That Stoop Waffle's <laughs> phenomenal. Well, I mean, you got to stick with the Oreo, so you can't just have one. 
Well, he said you can't F it up. I don't care if you add an entire box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, six chocolate frogs, four pints of, this sounds awesome, five butter beer, and a trolley full of pumpkin pasties. You can't F this up, because here's the magic of all. The only way you can blank it up is if you stop all together and you give up, quit, and say you're done. Otherwise, you can't F this up. Yeah, man. I tweaked right back and missed some lifting. I was kind of feeling down. I was like, it's all right. We've been solid for a year. We missed two weeks. We'll be back. Yeah, what's the end of the world? The end of the world would be you're like, you know what? Screw it. And then you just go down this downward spiral of just continuing to live yeah, bad. Not, yeah. Right, it's not like I gained weight back or nothing. Just, you know, you just get into a habit. So I was just like, you know, I had to remind myself. Get back up. <laughs> hey, so uh, D-Ted Smith, uh, I, I heard that you had a couple drinks and you decided to contact our friend Luke Wilson. I did. I did. So what was it, the last episode or the episode before we started talking about how we want to become Raiders fans for one day? Don't worry, Seahawks fans. We are still Seahawks fans. Yeah, we just one day for our boy Luke, we're going to be Raiders fans. We're Luke Wilson fans, yeah. first and foremost. So we want to go down to Oakland because it's beautiful there. And we want to be able to go. Yes. And even my wife brought up a good point. This is going to be the final season that Oakland plays in Oakland and moves to Vegas. Yeah. So the opportunity to go see an Oakland Raiders game in Oakland, that's kind of a cool bucket list thing. It is. But if we're going to go, we're going as Raiders fans for 100%. one day and one day only. I'm going to sit in the black hole and just curse at people. I don't even know what the black hole is. but they It's like where their crazy flurries? fans hang out. Okay. <laughs> so we get donuts there? Uh, right. So it was last right, It was last Wednesday we were talking about them. Right. We're going to get Raiders shirts and we're going to get the, uh, the, the number and his name on the back of them. Not yeah. jerseys. We're not that. We're not, yeah. we're not ballers. Uh, we right, got so bills then, to pay. <laughs> I'm sure it was just Joe or somebody. I went out, had a couple beers, and I got home, and Luke posted something. So I said, ah, the hell with that. I'll DM him real quick. Like, hey, man. He slid into his DMs? Yes. <laughs> like, hey, man, hope you're well. We were just talking about you. And he was like, yo, how's Steve? Like, I miss you guys. I miss Seattle. I was like, Seattle's still the same, blah, blah, blah. Like, Did you tell him Mig said hi? I, of course. That, that's the running joke with him and I. Oh, is it? Well, back when he played with the Seahawks, anytime... He was out on the field, and like you know, sometimes they let fans go on the field if it was a KSW listener because they knew we had this oh, connection. Yeah. Like Luke, Mig says hi, and he's always like, "I doubt Mig's told you to tell me to say hi." Migs can text me. We talk quite frequently. You know what I mean? But it was like it was an, it became this running joke, and then it continued. Everybody that would see him, that was a listener, would always go, "Luke, Migs says hi." That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was just saying, like, I mean, you know, obviously he's happy he's still being in the league, but he was just saying, like, oh, man, I miss Seattle, I miss you guys, like, blah, blah, blah. So it was just kind of fun. I think I just caught him at the right time where yep. he was sitting with his phone. Nice. Yeah. And uh, did you let him know what we want to do? I told him. He said he's all game for it. Nice. And I feel like now I should look up the messages. Yeah. That's, is that bad that I slid into his DMs? No. All right. You're his friend. It's not like you were sending him pictures of you naked. <laughs> that's when it gets weird. You know, for the record, you could swipe through my phone. There's no pictures of me naked. Okay, good. I was wondering. Yeah. I, it's always funny when, like, what if I got your phone? I'm like, if you went through my phone, you're just going to see hundreds upon hundreds of pictures of my dog, Lulu. Like, that's my phone. It's just all pictures of Lulu. All right. So I said, Steve, I said, Steve and I are coming to see you play in Oakland. Hope all's well. And now you got to do your best Luke Wilson impression when you, when you read his response. How does he talk? I don't know. I don't know. Make it up. Oh, please do. Hope all is well, too. How are things? I say, great. Playing outdoor. Wait a second. You're acting all manly? And and he's Mickey Mouse? (laughs) I don't know. You were like, what? Debo from uh, Friday? (laughs) Hey, Craig. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? It's Luke Wilson. (laughs) I don't know. You put me on the spot. I don't have a Luke Wilson impression. 
So you went with Mickey Mouse? Someone with high pitch, yeah. Okay. Somewhere in there. Fair enough. So I say, oh, great. Been playing outdoor <laughs> soccer. Classic pub league. He says, that's dope. How Seattle please stays a missing? I say, uh, yeah, it's getting bigger, but same heart. Miggs is doing good. We were talking Oakland today on the Megacast. He says, I love it. Ha ha. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. Sorry. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do, Steve. I freaked out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why my, 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 I got to be manly here. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Hope so well. Let's work. Luke Wilson. Is he rocking 82 for the <laughs> Oakland Raiders? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Man, I saw him post a picture yesterday. Was he rocking 82? Was he 81? Ooh. Oh, so he no, put... 81's got to be retired, right? Because that was Tim Brown. You would know better than me. Yeah, 81's I, probably covered. We need to get up on our Oakland Raiders history if we're going to become Raiders fans for one day. Well, not only that, they play at the Coliseum. So now we can, like, it, when people talk about those old, the Bash Ooh. Brother, Oakland, Oakland Athletic teams, so we can yep. be like, we've been to that stadium. Should we dress like Roman gods? Because we're at the Coliseum? Oh, I didn't think about that. Right? That's a good call. With Luke Wilson jerseys With Luke Wilson jerseys <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we could wear Luke. Let's just wear togas, dressed like and, Zeus. <laughs> so we'll have to go early in the season, and then we'll just we'll just keep doing this. Like, wait, are we at the wrong Coliseum? Just, oh, bad. Just play dumb. Just be like, go Hawks. What is this Run. football game? <laughs> uh, dude, I have a funny story I noticed yesterday. So I'm on the internet and. Uh, it's just funny how clickbaity some people are with their news stories. I know this comes as a huge shock. I know. So, of course, I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm scrolling around. I don't know if you saw this article that that started spreading virally yesterday. It was a People magazine article, and this was the headline: John Cena says he gotten that John Cena says he's gotten an accidental boner while wrestling. <laughs> I, I mean, all right. And I'd like to say, as a man who's been wrestling for the last year, no. I've never had an accidental boner while wrestling. I've yeah. had accidental stiffies. Oh, boy. Do we share that? <laughs> What's the difference between a stiffy and a boner? The same thing. Oh. But I've never had an accidental boner while wrestling or a stiffy. But I've had... I can't I'm glad she's with me. It sounded like you said, I haven't had a full-on, like, since covering her ears. I haven't had a boner, but I've had a, a half stiffy while wrestling. Never. Never stiffies, boners, halfies, any of that. Either with me when I did jiu-jitsu. I can't believe we're bragging about this. Well, I bring it, it up. like general or football or baseball. And it was like he was being interviewed on Watch what, what Happens Live. And I'm like, all right, I need to watch this clip. So I go and watch the clip to see exactly what John Cena had to say about this. And it's such a clickbaity headline. He His answer is super sarcastic. All right, here, here, check it out. Peter M. emailed, John, have you ever gotten an accidental boner during a wrestling match? <laughs> Something the body does. You just ignore it. Really? Come on. Just ignore it. That's what the body does. Can't be blamed for that. Martha D. texted Laura. What did, yeah, I mean, what, yeah, it's obvious he's, he's being a wise ass. tongue in cheek, yeah. You can tell he was kind of annoyed by the question, too. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Something the body does. But then the headline, so I didn't say that part because I wanted to make sure you heard that. So you could hear the actual context. John Cena says he's got an accidental boner while, while wrestling, colon. It's what the body does. I'm like, you know, you know how, this, how we all are. Nobody reads the articles anymore. And no one's going to click on the video. Well, right. And this is always the problem with, with like 
honestly, this is the problem with social media and a lot of stuff, right? It's a, it's a written word. Yeah. Like, I can stand here, you can hear the nuance of my voice, or, what I'm, or like with John Cena. It's what but the body it, does. Right, but when it's written... Or if it was Luke Wilson. It's what the body, it's what the body does. does. Dope. Uh, right, but with that, when it's written out like that, it's like, you can't hear you can't hear the joking tone in his voice or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. why arguments on Twitter go round and round, or Facebook. Like, it, it, it's hard to understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Especially when someone comments on something, you're like, dude, what the hell do you mean by that? And they're like, I was just being sarcastic. We need to come up with an emoji that is the is the sarcastic emoji. Yeah, it's kind of like that guy last week, right? We were talking about where the music authorities are cast of you. Yes. I thought, that's why I was like, dude, I said that jokingly. And he was like, I was trying to be sarcastic. Then I was like, yep, my bad. Yeah, so Ted, we, we joke about being the music authorities in cast of you. And some guy, go, Trevor, I think his name is, uh, he goes on Twitter and tags Jolene, which I thought was funny that he's like, yeah. I'm like, Jolene doesn't even work here. She hasn't worked here for two years. Like, if anything, tag Ryan Castle or Taryn, maybe, or whatever, if you want to have like somebody who's like entrenched in the music more than we are when it comes to our on air personalities. And he texts Jolene. Jolene's like, nah, those guys are great. And so I thought he was legit also giving us a hard time. And then he's right. like, I was just being sarcastic, guys. I don't know how to show right. that. And, and, and that proves that Morg is like, right, he tagged Jolene. Jolene was the one that always gave me a hard time. So I'm like, all right, now I get the joke. But when the I context. first read it, I just was like, dang, dude. Like, we said we were kidding. So Plus, you, nobody I, that listens to the station. Sorry. Like, between Metal Shop, Taryn, Castle, hell, even Miles. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody's going to... Come to me, especially me. Maybe you. Yeah. Right? You play in bands, but nobody's gonna be like, those guys are the authority. That's it's like, yeah. Do I dare bring up the story with the, my wife? <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Florida and we were in a hot tub? Yeah. In the middle of the day, and I got that that's the one story I have of having an accidental stiffy. Do you remember? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I remember looking at her, it's like, let's get out. And I'm like, I can't get out right now. Because there was like a bunch of kids and there was, and it wasn't intentional. It was nothing like we were doing, but I was just like, I got to wait a second. Yeah, the bubbles. Yeah, it must have been the bubbles. You remember that? I don't. You don't remember that? No. And you were giving me a, a difficult time. I was going to say hard time, but that's awkward. Ooh. <laughs> See, a stiffy like, time. A stiffy time. I will say this. I have definitely in the morning time, like been in a room with a friend. And I'm like, are you going to get out of bed? He's like, I can't. Will you just turn away so I can get up and go to the bathroom? <laughs> like, yeah, man. Sorry. That's awkward. <laughs> Oh, the pee boner. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, close your eyes. I'm, look. And ironically, it was another buddy named Steve. But you know, there's only that little, little Steve. No, no. that little space in between the beds. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, like looking at him, like Steve, man, are you gonna get up? And finally, he's just like, "Will you leave me alone?" <laughs> I'd like to if you stop looking at me. Right. All right. Well, we're gonna take a before we take a break. Since we do have my wife here, I figured this would be a good opportunity. Ted, you have one question to ask my wife about anything. What would you ask my wife about me? Of course. Not like, don't put her on the spot. But do you have like anything that you ever wanted to know from the wife's perspective? Mm. Man, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of something on the spot, though. Dun, 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 dun. I know the food you refuse to eat. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think, right? I'm like, what does he refuse to eat? That's the funny thing. I think of the two people in my life that know me best from front to back. It's you two. Yeah. Well, just because we've tried Tempa. That sucks. He, that's the only thing. I don't make him anything. Sid, we went out one night to the Cafe Yum and legit we're like, all right, let's try it again. Barbecued. Maybe we'll like it. Awful. He, yeah. It was like putting barbecue sauce on cardboard. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I don't despise it as much as him. I hate it. I won't what would it. you say? What would you say Steve would say is the habit you have that annoys him the most? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
On that note, Ted, I tried, take a Steve. break. When we come back, Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to gloss right over that. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> and Steve broke the seal and have to drain their lizards. The Megacast will be back. Honey, when did you order leather pants? I died. You're 43. What were you thinking? I, I, um... Uh-oh. Someone had a little too much to drink and went internet shopping. Welcome to the age of alcohol-fueled bad tech decision-making. From buying things you don't need to posting embarrassing photos on social networking sites. Every time you drink, you put yourself at risk. But not anymore. Because now, there's the inebriator. A breathalyzer that plugs into your home computer or smartphone to prevent dreadful drinking decisions. Simply breathe into the inebriator. And if your BAC is too high... You're stopped in your tracks. You're looking pretty hot. Shirtless bathroom selfie coming right up. The inebriator not only protects you from your own bad decisions, but it protects others from being exposed to things they don't care about. Oh my God, I gotta take a picture of this entree. The Inebriator. Sober up and log on to www.drunkwtf.com. Ted and Steve just spray tanged each other and are ready to go. The mega cast is back. Ted, I'm very excited. They're going to be at El Corazon tonight. Go to ElCorazonSeattle.com if you want to get tickets. It's very rare that we get somebody to come in studio and hang out with us. In studio. This is very exciting. We've got the boys in Buck Cherry hanging out with us in studio on the Megacast. Ted, we got the boys in Buck Cherry. We got Stevie D. We got Josh Todd hanging out with us. And they're going to jump right into a performance. So before we even chat with them, let's do some performance. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, this song's called Radio Song off our new record, War Paint. Oh, I don't 
Paints a new record. That is radio song. The <laughs> album is freaking amazing. Awesome. Well, let's jump you guys on these microphones so that way you don't have to yes, have the crazy echo. And right. you got one there for you. LV Cameraman. I am Cameraman. We with my have. trusty sidekick, Where's Ted. My jack? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at the guns on that guy. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. Dude. <laughs> I like while, while Josh cake. is getting ready, we got Stevie D, who's been on Facebook Live this entire yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't hear anything. Can you Steve, can you put, po- you got to pot him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there we go. There we go. go. There she Hi, I'm in the I, house. Now we've got manners. it. Thank you. I'm live like a suicide. Uh, Come on. That was good. Guys. That was fun. Nice. Rave reviews. Good. Good job, everyone. Great job, everyone. Great job. Yeah, including Ted. I think Ted did the best. Yeah. 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 Getting all the sound it's, it's, straight for you guys. No yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> listening. He was making sure the world was safe for all men. Thank you, because when my voice is too loud, it's brutal. All right. Well, John, it's funny, because before you popped in, Stevie's been on Facebook Live the entire time, entertaining us as he's doing acoustic covers, answering <laughs> yeah. random questions. Is that what Stevie loves to do? He's very entertaining. Uh, you know, that's why we love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, congratulations. Hey, you know, oh, sorry. No, I, I just, I, I mean, I don't love to do it, but it was suggested to us that uh, we engage our audience. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, fun. Uh, and I do love our audience. I do love our fans. And they've been with us, you know, a lot of these people have been with us since 
you know, day one. So. I tell people all the time, like, Stevie's a great singer. He's got a great, got great pitch. Mm-hmm. So now they're seeing it for themselves. I've known Stevie since I was 19. Wow. Yeah. We grew so, up and threw yeah. up together. I was going to say, I imagine you guys have a couple <laughs> stories about each other. Oh, we got man. a lot. All right. Uh, Put you lot. on the spot. Favorite story about Stevie <laughs> and then favorite story about Josh. It doesn't have to be favorite. Oh, it doesn't have to be terrible. It doesn't have to be, doesn't be embarrassing, but it's just that story right, that you I'll, love to okay. share. <clears throat> My favorite story, he was very vulnerable at the time, but uh, <laughs> Thanks. he had a. Uh, right there. We used to drop. <laughs> We used to take a lot of LSD, you know, okay. and uh, we were at this like Jane's Addiction party in the woods and somewhere in LA, mm. and we were both on, uh, we were both bacon and and uh, that's what we call it. Anyways, I there were it was such weirdness out there in the in the woods. There were just people like dancing, and there were like fires, and you know, here Pornos we are. Pornos for pyros. Porno for pyros. Okay, that there was, was their party. Oh, yeah. Peter the Stefano. Anyways, yeah. I lost him at some point, <laughs> and. He came back and it looked like he had seen a ghost. You know, he was just terrified. He was having a bad trip and and he was just like, dude, I'm having a bad trip. What do I do? <laughs> the sky and pur- went black and purple on me. And, I I go, like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what's up? It's like, everything's good. And he's like, and he's, and you know, he was in such uh, peril that he like, Terror. he was just, uh, so I was like, let's just go home and listen to some familiar music. And pull you out of this, and so uh, we went home, and I don't know what we put on. Like, maybe, I think we were listening to Pearl Jam at the time, uh-huh. like the the first record, and Beastie, and, yeah, uh, Beastie Boys, and just chilled out and got him out of the bad trip. But it was it was kind of funny at that time. I'd never seen yeah. him like that. And, it was actually, I mean, <laughs> and, and, music uh, can really affect you in that mood. <laughs> yeah. In, in all seriousness, though, it was like a very, uh, uh, it was a, it was a real. Uh, <laughs> cool moment i mean he really did help me out i was mm-hmm. in a lot i was in a lot of te- i was terrified and uh he pulled me out of it so that's you know kind of what i don't know you know there was a, there's been <laughs> it's a, a lot. bond that you create from something that's crazy as that though it, it, yeah. 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 yeah and, yeah yeah and uh and we've been friends you know like i don't know if we should have been but <laughs> some, so, but something along the way we became friends way back then and we've been friends He's, I've been friends with him the longest out of anybody, you know. Yeah, when um, we were when we were really messed up and you know just starving artists in L.A., we we ditched a cab one time when we got held up at gunpoint by the cab that, that driver. Was, that's another what? story that really sucked. Yeah, there's a, we've got a <laughs> lot. We got another story is uh, we we were in this uh, on the strip, Sunset Strip, and uh, some guys were talking sh- and we were loaded and. They were we were walking out and they were like say one more thing motherfucker gang bangers and uh, and uh, and then as we were getting to the door Josh turned I was like dude just be cool let's just get out the door I had quite a mouth on me when I got loaded <laughs> yeah that's he was, why I had to stop it was wasted and then he, he turned around and went fuck you and I was like no so uh, oh did you have to bleep that I'm sorry. it's totally fine don't okay. worry about it don't worry about it so uh, we proceeded out the door. And then I'm like, oh man, at least we got out of that. Yeah. And then Josh got a tap on the shoulder. I got clocked. And then mm. wham, lights out. <laughs> he went down. I'm like, oh no. And then I'm just like, these these guys. You're like, like I'm next. Kung fu'd us. I, just, I, us. I totally deserved it, you know. And and the, the next thing I remember was I was starting to fade because this guy had me, 
and there was a it was a bus stop right there, and he's like ringing my bell, going gung gung. <laughs> no, gung. I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then he grabbed me, and we ran into the rainbow. Isn't that, that where bleeding. you got that cut on the forehead? Yeah, I still have. You the, got a cut. Oh, one time I started a whole fight in the rainbow. <laughs> I started a whole fight. And I got out unscathed somehow. My bass player at the time had a giant gash on his forehead, and we had to uh, get stitches. And yeah. Anyways, there's so many. Those Do you remember why the fight started, or was it just? I kept I kept headbutting this big giant like yeah, metal right. head. <laughs> <laughs> I would like if you I don't know if you've been to the Rainbow, but there's yep. like this circular area of tables, and I would just go around the tables, and then this guy was just being a jerk, and so I just I'd hit him in the head, and and all of a sudden. Just mayhem broke out. Uh, it was just a bunch of rockers that hated each other, so yeah. we started beating each other up. Yeah, it was great. There you have it. Uh, I do want to congratulate you guys on this record. Uh, it's such Thank a great you. record. From, the, from the, the first song, I always say like the first song is always like your first impression of a record. So I always I hope that like our first song comes out swinging, and it just does. It's just like from that, Thank it you. just sets the tone. Uh, there's a great swagger to the entire record. Yes, you know, uh, it's very reminiscent of uh, the time period before we wrote the 15 record. You know. Mm -hmm. There had been some lineup changes. It had been three years since our last record. It's like almost the same thing. And Stevie and I, we had a lot to overcome. We knew that we had to bring it on this record. Not like we don't think that every time we go down to the writing process, but, um, you know, we wrote, we were very thorough. We wrote over 30 songs for an 11 song record. And, um, man, we took our time with it. It's not like we had a month or two months mm -hmm. to, to write. That's the <clears throat> process that we normally had. We had we were also working on another band at the time and and uh, traveling. So we'd be in hotels, we'd be in the back lounge of the bus, we'd be in my laundry room at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was going through a separation, and then we would uh, I I moved to a new place, and we were in you know holed up in that house. Yeah, so, we were doing demos in a laundry room. And, <laughs> everywhere, and, uh, everywhere. It was great, you know. Um, Phone messages. Got... Okay, it goes like this. You know, it was such a labor of love. It yeah. was like... I can we, see the we, enthusiasm in the way you guys talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, we were really we're obsessed with it, you know, and um, I really think it's one of the best Buck Cherry records for sure. Yeah. Dude, it's like I'm a nerdy drummer guy. I play drums, and I, it's just the nice. vibe on the alarm, especially. That's when yeah, I started realizing, yeah. I'm like, man, there is this swagger to... We're doing and, it tonight, yeah. 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 Just, uh, <laughs> do you feel like having that new energy brings something? Man, uh, that, that song got written like towards the end, and I just said, all right. Stevie, sometimes I just give him some like direction to spark something, you know, and I was just like, I need like a greasy signature rock and roll guitar riff. Yeah. You know? And he sent me the music for the alarm and that song uh, wrote itself pretty quick. And it was the best one. One of my favorite songs. Yeah. It reacts like live. A lot of these songs react live like people have heard it uh, before uh, a lot. You know what I mean? So, so a lot of these audiences were coming in playing it for the first time. And and they're by the end of the song or mid song they're already singing along. Yeah. So we know we we've, we've done our job. You know what I mean? So. What, like what comes first? Do you have the music? Does do you have the lyrics? Like how do how does that song I process mean, work? Yeah, that's a long answer. You know, we everything is starts in different ways. You know, like um, for instance, radio song came up with it in the shower. The melody. I always have a phone outside the shower because I come up with a lot of melodies in the shower. I don't know why. A lot of a lot of musicians do and. I scattered it into my phone. I went downstairs. I was really inspired. I wrote all the lyrics. And then I came to him and I said, put up a click track. Let's get a tempo. We found a tempo. I sang it a cappella down, just the verse chorus. 
And then I said, I want this to be like our purple rain, you know, and he's like, okay, and gave him some direction and left. And then Stevie came up with some really great music under what I was already singing and then came up with a bridge to tie it all together. And then I finished the lyrics to the bridge and that's how that song uh, wrote itself very quickly. And then some songs like The Alarm, I gave him some direction. He sends me the music. I go home and write it all out, yeah. spark something. I accumulate uh, titles. So I read a lot, you know, and, and basically songwriting is storytelling. And, and yeah. so, you know, I'll be reading and something will, you know, just stand out for me and I'll put it down. And so I got this this file on my notes, you know, just all these titles. And sometimes if I just don't know what's going on, I'll, I'll just listen to some music and see what kind of emotion it's bringing out in me. You know what I mean? All right. All right. And then I'll look at my titles and something may jump out of me or it just doesn't. And I just start right free form writing, you know, and see what happens. It's funny because like radio songs, it's very, it's kind of meta in a sense. It's like a song that makes you feel good, but you're singing about songs that make you feel good. Yeah. It's actually kind yeah. of a sad song too, in a way, uh -huh. you know, um, l literally like, you know, the radio used to mark our summer times when we were yeah. kids. You know what I mean? Like what, what the hits were on the radio during the summer. We, we knew like what was going on with us, who we were dating, the parties we went to, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And it was like so important to us, you know? And so I always wanted to do a song about the radio, you know? And um, finally it all kind of came together. But we were going through a lot of stuff, you know, personally and professionally. And, and uh, the song is uh, pretty deep. Yeah. And it's funny, like when you talked about like Jane's Addiction, when I'm listening to the song, I think about summer and one of the bands I always think about summer is Jane's Addiction. And when I think about yeah. a song that makes me feel good, yeah. a lot of times it's three days. Like that's the one song. It doesn't matter what mood I'm in. Yeah. Right. That song goes on. Exactly. I'm on a journey. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> exactly. being on the journey you guys were on at that party because yeah. that song would trip me out. That 10 minute epic opus that they right. put out. But exactly. for you guys, like what is that song that you're like, you're okay, every time I put it on, I know if, if it's on the radio, or if I had to go seek it out on my phone or wherever it may be or on my vinyl, what's that? song that you know is going to put you in a good mood or band you shook me all night long yeah, hands, hands yeah. Down. every time i hear that, that opening song riff. i i get i get in a good mood yeah know? it's great i think when you know when i start hearing those bells for hell's bells like that whole album this you know the soundtrack to my that the summer when i was a kid and i was just starting to listen to you know like all this rock music and my friends were you know, like going out and doing you know, rebelling yeah. and and, uh, and and that kind of thing. So I get I go right. I grew up in Chicago, mm -hmm. so I'm right back getting in somebody's car because somebody I, I couldn't drive yet, and you know, like and 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 seeing all the people having a good time at the drive-in. That's yep. where we used to go. So. It's funny when you say the opening bells. Whenever we play Hell's Bells, I get excited. I'm like, oh, for whom the bell tolls? And then I realize, like, no, <laughs> well, that, yeah. that, that too. <laughs> Those two songs, like, yeah. the, the, either one, I'm, yeah. I, I hear bells. I'm like, yeah, F, yeah like, let's go. I'm like, yes, I'm right back. I used to work at this job. When you say that, I'm right back at my job with Randy Labello. And we're in this framing shop, you know, and having a good time. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, music's super important, you know, as far as memories and, and, and all that. It creates yeah, I mean, soundtracks. Yeah. And music, like, to me, the yep. only thing close to it is maybe, like, a smell of something that could Smells, just take sides, you to yeah. that moment. Exactly. Absolutely. Tastes, yeah. the same thing. Exactly. Well, you guys are at tonight. You're going to be at El Corazon, which is going to be awesome. It's Amazing. Like, yes. that place. I'm so fired up to play that place. It totally reminds me of all the clubs that we started at. and The old off-ramp, right? It's got such right? a such That a is the old off-ramp. Where Nirvana yeah. played. And, and they, also, for me personally, when yeah. I first got to KSW, the first stage announcement I ever did was for you guys when you were doing Crazy Bitch. 
Oh, yeah, on that yeah, tour. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, oh, they're back at Elko tonight. That is dope. We yeah. love Seattle. It's such a great uh, rock city, and you know, just Seattle's so many amazing bands come out of here. And every time we play here, we we think about that before we step on stage. And I yeah. just want to just destroy the place. You know, yeah, well, I a lot I, of history. When I first moved out here, I remember it was like you guys. I mean, it was I think you did like five nights or four nights at the OK Hotel. Many, many, this is for yeah. the first record. And I, I always that. think about that whenever you guys come to town. I'm like, man, it felt like you guys were a local band because yeah, it was just yeah. like you guys just said, all right, we're, we're in town, we're taking over. Yeah. And those are some epic shows. Yeah. I, you know, y'all get it here. You know, yeah. you get Buck Cherry and not a lot of people, you know, sometimes you play and people just don't get it, what it's all about, you know, and you guys get it. And that's what's awesome about coming here. Well, that's what I appreciate. It's just like it's an unapologetic, just balls out rock. And it's like, so. Yeah. Sometimes I think sometimes you don't get enough of that. And it's so nice when I when I put the record on, even my wife and I, when we're driving in today, it's just like, man, it's just a, it's just every song, I'm like in a good mood. And I'm just, you know, luckily there was traffic. Otherwise, I probably got, <laughs> would have been pulled over for a speeding. Because some of these songs are just like, nice. you know. But when I, when I first heard War, War Pain, I'm just like, yes, okay, yeah. the boys are back. This is awesome. Exactly. And it's fun reading because, you know, the internet could be an awful, I mean, you're having fun with yeah. Facebook Live, but sometimes the internet's just full of miserable people. Oh, yeah. And I, I no go online. No you know, all about it. Shocking, yeah, right? Yeah. But I, I go online. I never, and like, never read comments, man. Well, I made the mistake. Like, I didn't make yeah. the mistake. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm going to read some comments. It's about like you know some of the songs you guys have posted on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, people have the same opinion as I do. It's so nice to have you guys back. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just like a good energy, and I was just like, that's rare on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I, I've <laughs> seen the, the tide turn with that too. Like it's you know for a little while it was you know getting sour because we were just out there so much, mm -hmm. and now that we took a little break, and now we're back, and the tide turned with uh, some of those uh, trolls, as we like to call them. <laughs> I, I also want to give another shout-out to uh, Dana Sims. He's been... Yes. Oh, he's Dana's been, awesome. Yeah, what's up, Dana? He, Dana Sims uh, <laughs> is a local here. Great I, drummer. I, great drummer Rich for Burn. Richburn. Yeah. Really nice person, um, too. And uh, so, uh, his dad uh, bailed me out of jail when we were kids. Oh. <laughs> And I, I just want and and, he, and he's been there for since day one with since I was been with since I've been with Buck Cherry, uh, day one like uh, had our backs, wow. had our backs through thick and thin. So love you, Dana, I, forever. So. That's awesome. See you yeah. soon, buddy. Do you remember yeah. how much money you had to drop to get you out of jail? Yeah, it was a couple grand. <laughs> Damn. Ba ba back then, First you know. That, that was uh, 19, uh, 1962. I oh, was yes. already uh, oh, 53 there. Showing yes. your age. Hey! hey. <laughs> no, his, his family has been awesome with, you know, like, and very supportive. Well, dude, you, yeah. thank you guys for coming and hanging out yeah. with hey, us. Hey, thanks it. for having Steve, us. Always a pleasure. Ted. Hope everybody Sydney, enjoyed thank it. thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Great. Awesome time. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, again, get the new record, War Paint. It's out now. It's awesome. And also uh, El Corazon tonight. Get tickets and information at ElCorazonSeattle.com. Buck Cherry, thank you guys. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. All right, Ted, we're going to get on out of here. Uh, uh, again, ElCorazonSeattle.com to get tickets tonight. Buck Cherry, get the new record, War Paint. And uh, anything going on this week? No. Playoffs and hopefully championship game. Boom. And a goal scored from the keeper. Uh, that 3-2-1 battle on Friday. Saturday, I'm in, in, in Portland for Defy. Oh, are you? That's going to be a lot of fun. And then Sunday... If, hey, if you want to see some more wrestling in Tacoma at Jazz Bones, there'll be an early show also with Defy. So I'm pretty busy. Lots of wrestling going on this week. See, weekend. we have an end of the year party and awards Sunday night. Sorry. Are you up for any big awards? I am. What are you up for? Fun. You're getting it. Yeah, I hope I can win fun. Based on today's performance and your Luke Wilson impression, you've got the trophy. Fun and uh, beginner of the year, male. <laughs> Go for the female one. <laughs>
<laughs> that would be awesome. Can you, you should trade t- trophies if you get if that win it. and just have the, the female, beginner of the year female trophy on your mantle. Please do that. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Yeah, Follow man. us on Twitter at the Megacast. See you t- next time. Yeah. 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 I'm so close to now. Dope. <laughs>